I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, good Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. And I'm here with John. Hello. Hi, John. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Wicked. Uh, this is more than just a podcast. <laughs> We're here to talk about West Ham again. Yeah. We Sean, did you did went to the game. Yeah, did you go to no, the game? No, we didn't, no. Oh. no. Did you watch the game? Uh, no, I've seen the goal. Could though. you have watched the game? No, there was no streams. <laughs> oh. There you, there you go. go. Well, you could you could watch. Well, no, there was no extended highlights. The best you could do is watch BBC. I watched, I watched something online, which was like a four-minute highlight package or something. Was it any good? No, it was a game you, really good. You, you tell no, us. it was shit. <laughs> I mean, it, it was one of those absolutely boring games. I mean, you know, if you were Wolves, you would do the same. They put 11 men behind the ball. And they tried to stop us playing the game. And when... You've got that kind of situation. It's really difficult to play, isn't it? And we didn't play. And I'm sorry, but uh, Zerati didn't do really very much. Um, I was having a go at Jelovic, by the way, as well. I didn't think Jelovic did very much for the beginning of the game. And you didn't the first him or anything, did you? I didn't. No. The first half was atrocious, to be honest. It was one of those, well, like watching paint dry. It was. We had, do you know what? It was back to the days of when we went seven games without a win. Um, we were just had what no was that creativity. Like two games before. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> had no creativity all that time ago. <laughs> we had, yeah. And guess what? What? Pie came what? on and changed it. Pie and Andy Carroll came on and changed it. Yeah. And they still put eleven. I mean, they they did. What they started doing is defending even deeper and deeper and deeper and just thought, this is going to go back to a replay to Wolves, the Molyneux. Well, yeah, is it Molyneux? It is. Yeah. I'm, I was glad we nicked it. Uh, it's quite a nice way to win, you know, ground and out a result, Jelovic scoring. It was a good finish. Was and a very as he good took, goal. Yeah, as he took uh, Mark Noble off, I was going, what the bloody hell is he doing with this? Why is he taking off? He should have taken off that bloody... Tosser, Jelovic. What's he done all game? And literally, as I was saying that, the goal goes in. Didn't I look the fool? Uh, used to that though, aren't you, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good goal. Well taken. Although, I must admit, it was right down the other end. My eyes aren't as good. I was going. We were all going in the street. Who scored? Lower. Who scored that? Who scored that? We couldn't work it out. I doubt everyone was saying that. Yeah. It was just you. Huh? And everyone was saying that because we couldn't see who scored it. Who Jelovic, really? And then it came up. The scorer, Jelovic. Really good finish. Yeah. Or, or we saw yeah, it was Andy Carroll that Jelovic. made the cross in. Jelovic. Hopefully, that, hopefully now he's scored, you know, a bit of confidence. Get a few goals. Yep. Could he be off? But more of that later. Could he? Uh, could he, could he? So while we're talking about the FA Cup, shall we reflect on the draw? It's just been made. Yeah, here yeah. comes the treble. 
Exeter or Liverpool. So you, everyone's everyone's counting out Exeter here, you know. Have we ever played Exeter? I don't know, Sean. That's Huey one for Karen. in the Huey. car on the way to the studio asked me that and said, have we ever played Exeter? I don't know the question, the answer. Well, we'll come back to that. Yeah. What do we reckon, though? Like, we should assume Liverpool will win. Yeah. They're playing the replay at Anfield. Yeah. Uh, away to Liverpool, then. We've done it once. We can do it again. And it would I be funny after how many fifty odd years it was, and to do them twice in one year it would be amusing. A record never to be set again, probably. We can't really hear you, Sean. Are you resting your microphone on your I chest? I am, yeah, because I'm googling <laughs> Exeter and West Ham. Sorry That's about fair. that. Uh, John, what do you think? You, is that a draw you wanted, or is it? Because when it came out, I got a bit grumpy, and then thought, "Hang on, we beat them twice already this year." Yeah, no, you know, in my timeline was. Like people retweeting Liverpool fans saying, oh God, West Ham are going to do whatever. So they're not as happy either. So I would have preferred to have on paper an easier draw. Something like Chelsea seem to get all the time or yeah. or a home draw like Bring Arsenal always seem to get. But um, no. Liverpool. We've got to beat whoever, points. haven't you? You to, have. To get, to get there, you've got to beat whoever. Let's beat Liverpool. So let's go and beat them again. We're going, Sean. Uh, no. Are we going? Are we going yeah. to Liverpool? No, I think I'm away on Tenerife that week. Oh, yeah? yeah. Where again? I am. What week is it? It's the 29th, 30th and the 31st of January. That might be a Monday so night game. Week after, um week after the Man City game. No, it's not. It oh, is. of January. I of January, yeah. Uh, it's got to be played on the 30th, the 31st or the 1st games, that's what he said. Is it cool? So, just to answer the Exeter question, West Ham and Exeter have played each other 14 times. They oh, first started nice. on the 1st of April, 1909, where West Ham won 4-1 in the Southern League First Division. And the last time we played them was on the 2nd of January, 1915. So we haven't played them for 101 years. years. And guess what the score was then? 2-1 West Ham. No, it was 4-1 again. 2. To West Ham. Great. So there you go. What an interesting well, fact. The first and last time we let's played them. Let's hope 14 let's times. Hope extra get through then let's now let's that you've done your research. I hope we beat them 4-1. If we That would be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it be? Hilarious. Anyway. Anyway, so I don't know who played in 19. A quick start attack for the enthralling Wolves game. Uh, we won 1-0. We had 62% possession. And 18 shots with six on target to their five shots and one on target. So, like you said, Sean, looked like we dominated possession, had much more, m many more chances, and they just defended for their lives. They did, and almost made it. Just one interesting thing: Sydney Puddleford scored a hat trick in our last time we played Exeter and won four one. Good old Sydney. Do you remember him? Yeah, John. Yeah. You, you remember him, do you? Yeah, 1950. Of, course, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Come on, let's roll on. Attendance was 7,000, by the way. <laughs> uh, what was right. that, where was that played, Sean? That was played at uh, Upton Park, bowling ground in the first Southern Division. 7,000 people turned up in those days. Before any of the uh, in malarkey where they used to stand up and everything, it was all terraces. All that, that was all fields. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, we've got an interview with Hammers Chat. Yeah. Just to say, there is no interview. I couldn't find an interview with Slavin Bilic anywhere, so we can't say, let's see what the gaffer had to say, because he didn't say anything. Well, if he did... I'll no tell you what I did say of, of his interviews was his bit when he talked about... The FA, FA Cup. Cup. Yeah. That Not Champions League, FA Cup. He was, was lifting it up. Great. FA Cup. Wasn't that great? Well, he's still okay, and the bloke's going seriously. You're FA joking, Cup. You, Slav? FA Cup. Joking. Yeah, come on, Slav. Come on, Slav. FA Cup. He says, I can lift the cup. He's he holding his cup in phone, the end. He goes, he? oh, do I go on the phone? Say, look, hold on a minute. I'll look show where you. Where we finished. Well, I'll finish fourth. Look, finish. He's right. FA Cup. FA Cup. It was brilliant. He also did a quite, his pre-match interview went on for ages. and It was on YouTube as well. He does like to chat, doesn't he? He does <laughs> like to chat. And he was talking about Andy Carroll and, uh, you know, you know, he doesn't want to sell him, but everyone has their price and, going on about, you know, even Messi or Ronaldo. And he was going on and on and on about how Andy Carroll's not for sale, but if a right price came in, of course he would have to go because anyone would. 
Every footballer has a price. Right. Even Dimitri Payet. Even Dimitri Payet. But let's hope not. Yes, anyway, you're right. I did do an interview. We have recently, uh, Clarence and Hugh, more than just a podcast, have got together in association with Hammers Chat to launch a new video venture. And it is a weekly news summary on video. Are we ever going to star in it? Are you ever going to star in it? Well, no, it's Chris Gonzo does it on a green s- in front of a green screen uh, and just gives, the, you know, the roundup. We're going to work on a lot of stuff together, though, you know, so I think it's start of a wonderful partnership. Absolutely. And we've put the video, the first episode, on the Facebook channel. Facebook.com so forward slash more than just a podcast. Yeah, but uh, don't let me prattle on anymore. Let's hear Chris, a.k.a. Gonzo. And we welcome to More Than Just a Podcast. He's the founder of a YouTube channel called Hammers Chat. It's Chris, a.k.a. Gonzo. Hello, Sean. Thank you very much. Why Gonzo first? Well, that's a a long story. It's, we were, Hammers Chat was really born out of an old forum, which was Hammers Mad. And my name, my username on there was Gonzo. and, And basically what happened was Hammers Mad sort of went a bit crazy, started charging. It was previously free. They started charging £20 to their subscribers and everybody left. And I created a new forum called Hammers Chat. And Gonzo, it's just sort of stuck like a bad smell, really, Sean, to be honest with you. So tell me about Hammers Chat. What, 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 where did the idea for the video part of, of that happen? And what was the idea? Well, it was it was really Geo, who was also uh, known as Red Hammer, who you probably, if any people have watched the Talk A Good Game. Um, initially, when I'd started up the website, um, Geo was doing betting blogs, and he approached me and said, would you mind if I had a page on your website to do some of these betting blogs? Uh, he progressively became more involved, and then we were, we were watching a few online, and he said, have you ever considered Hammer's Chat doing, doing videos, basically? And I said, well... No, I'd not given it any thought whatsoever. So he had a few ideas, and we we basically decided to run with it then. Yeah, and 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 now the next evolution, of course, is the big new exciting announcement just in the last few days. Um, you're going to work in in association with Clarence Hugh and more than just a podcast to bring weekly news. Tell us about that. Where did that idea come from? Well, we were we were having um, quite a bit of feedback from some of our shows. And our shows probably started off as sort of three or four blokes just rambling and, and, and chatting about West Ham. And, I mean, really, West Ham Fan TV, Nicky and the boys over there, who, you know, we get them really well with, they've, they've pretty much got that market cornered anyway. And some of the feedback people were saying to us, you know what, it, it's just too long. So we were progressively getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And we were down to about 12, 13 minutes. And then it was somebody at the forum said to me, oh, my, my train my train journey, I, I like to listen to it um, on audio when I'm changing between trains. And we have about six minutes. And it became <laughs> apparent that, you know, that if you, you, you're into the Twitter generation in many respects of 140 characters. Band, yeah. Ab- absolutely. So I thought, you know what, Let's um, let me see if I can do something <laughs> initially, actually, initially, I was going to see if I could do a condensed news feed of 60 seconds. <laughs> and sort of by the time I said, hello, welcome to Hammer's Chat, and this is Gonzo, exactly. you know, yeah. it, I was over there, was, you know, hello, this is Hammer's Chat, and, and goodbye. Um, so I realised that was probably a little bit ambitious. Um, but the, the idea was to do a condensed news feed for, as you say, people with short attention span, people that are on the go, the, the Twitter generation, as I said. So it's been um, the, the kernel of the idea was probably no, no more than four weeks ago, really. And then mm. I've, I've uh, so I just the more I thought about it, I did a, the most crude, um, the most crude effort you've ever seen with with two lights and my my kitchen. As, uh, my kitchen has got a green wall, which sort of matches the tiles and everything. It wasn't quite chroma key green. And progressively, I've sort of added to it over the last two or three weeks. And I found myself basically yesterday turning my lounge into a studio. Most of my wife's disgust with with four um, four lights and a chroma key green screen and um, and, and a camera. And, and we've just decided to go for it. Unfortunately, it's been well received by by yourself, Sean, and by Hugh. And, and we're we're really excited about it. 
we put it up on our Facebook group as well. If you saw our studio, you would see that when we started, we just had a like one microphone between four of us uh, that was connected to a USB to an Apple Mac, and we used to pass it around as we wanted to talk. Yeah. So, um, I mean, some would say that the sound hasn't improved <laughs> over those years, but I mean, it, it has. It has. I, I, I was I'd listened to you, Barry Fallon, last week as well. It was a, I thought it was very good. You, you've got a bit of a touch of the Tony Blackburns about you, Sean. To be perfectly honest with you, the, uh, the sound quality is very good. An old DJ in previous years. Tell me about the other guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you said you got Charlie and um, and Geo. Geo's up in Scotland, isn't he? I, I don't know about Charlie. Uh, Charlie is uh, Charlie came. We were really struggling to get people on initially, so um, we, we put the feelers out on Twitter and said if anybody would like to to, to join us, and, and that's still open by the way. If anybody does want to join us on Talk of the Game, and um, I'm I'm at Gonzo Big Nose on Twitter, you can contact me or, or Hammers underscore Chat. Um, you can come and join us. We will we will have anybody on at all. Um, and Charlie was one of the guys. He came on and he sort of just got into the exception, and he's a Fantastic guy. He um, he's really started. He's doing a lot of our tech stuff now. So uh, he's he's a big part. Of, he's a big part of things as well. Um, so yes, um, Geo, as you said, he's up. He's actually 15 miles north of Aberdeen. So he doesn't get down a lot. So um, when 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 he does, we we try and do as as much as possible. And I'm. Yeah, he um, said he's come, I spoke to him earlier, and he said he's coming down for the Man City game and the the, the Manchester United game, etc. Well, he is. But probably what, what I should say. I mean. Um, uh, Geo's real driving force has, has been the ladies' team. Um, yeah. He's managed he's managed to cultivate really good contacts with them, and he, he broke the Stacey Little story for us. Um, so uh, that, that's really good. And he's actually uh, we're producing the program for the ladies' team at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, as well. I'm writing an article for the program. He asked me to write one last night, so I'm writing an article for the ladies' program in in, in the next episode or the next edition. Well, well, we'll we'll be looking forward to that. He did he did tell me that last night whilst sort of berating me, saying, "Are you gonna are you gonna stop making these videos for five minutes and come and write an article for me, please?" So yeah, yeah. I think mean, I've got to do I've got to do something as well. And and I know you have spoken to Chris Akabusi recently. You've spoken to both Sullivan sons, haven't you? You you've spoken. Who else have you spoken to? Was it was it Frankie Mac as well? Uh, yeah, oh, I've got to I've got to tell you. I mean that that's a, that's a story and a half. Um, I got. I, I spoke. I spoke to Frank, and I recorded the most sensational. Well, I didn't record. I had a sensational interview with him. I mean, it would have been real exclusives. I mean, it, it was. It was. It, it was. It was gold dust. It really was. He, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't repeat it now because I probably need to be done again. But his, his views on on the previous regime on Allardyce. It was when Dix had just been um, appointed as well, and of course. Um, uh, he used to share a room with with Julian Dix as well, and it it, it was it was absolutely brilliant. And I, it was again we talk about, <laughs> we talk about technology, and you talk about when you were handing a sort of USB mic around between the four of you. I downloaded an app, an Android app, which is supposedly meant to uh, record phone conversations. <laughs> and, oh, I got Me off didn't. the phone. Oh, I was punching the air, and it was it, none of. I, I got back to my wife. I said, "Oh, this is this has been really good." And I looked to record. It said three seconds. Well, hold on, I've been on the phone fifteen minutes. What's what's this? Yeah. It didn't record. So yeah, that was uh, we were gutted. But you really. did, didn't you do a Skype interview with him later? No, 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 no. We've not. And and to be to be fair, he, he's been he's been good as gold. I just didn't. I was so embarrassed. And as I say, you, you're starting off, and it's it's this sort of early inception of things. I, I was too embarrassed <laughs> to to phone him back and say, Frank, so you know, sorry, it didn't work, mate. But he's been good as gold. He's actually texted me a couple of times when I've been at games, and you know, even that's quite mm. surreal. I've been, just, you know, oh my goodness, Frank, I can barely text me. Um, so uh, yeah, we I, I will do, I will revisit it and do it again. And he's always, yeah. I mean, he's you, you don't know. They always say never meet your heroes is the old. So, and, and do you know what I mean? What 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 a guy he is! I couldn't be further from the truth. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, well, I'm sure now we're working together with with you yourself and my, myself. We, we can share some of our numbers that we've done Clarence Hugh interviews in the past. Let's let's move on to the game because I know you were at the game, weren't you, with your children at uh, yes. the Wolves game? What, what did you think of of the game? Well, I thought it was their cup final, Wolves, really. And they, we, we had to weather the storm in the first 10 minutes. They really did come at us. thought after that, we were we were the better team. And um, I was really impressive, Obiang. Obiang was absolutely sensational. Um, 
yeah, I, 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 I wasn't too sure. And I, and I think clearly Bilic had it in his mind that he was going to play Obiang so as he could rest some some other players. And, and they, um, I, I think he, he was going to run Antonio into the ground because of his fitness is so good. Obviously, Reed came in. He was resting on Bonner. But I think Obiang has played so well that I think he probably is going to force himself into into the reckoning for the Bournemouth game. What, what did you think? Well, I, I was bored. Shitless. Um, you know, I thought it was one of the most unentertaining games. But as you said, they threw 11 men behind the ball. They stopped us playing the game very successfully, um, which made it very frustrating for us. But do you know what? We missed that creativity. We saw this again, again, um, when we couldn't win games. For, what was it? Seven games in a trot. Yeah. You know, with, without a Payet, without uh, a Lanzini, and dare I say, even without an Andy Carroll, uh, we lacked creativity. Um, bring Andy Carroll on, bring Pyatt on, and, and of course the game changed and it started to open up. I mean, that said, they, they ran themselves, walls ran themselves silly, so they were getting knackered by by the end of it. I don't think the fitness uh, maybe is up to Premier League standards. Um, so it was the right result, um, but not a very entertaining game to watch. Um, and it was a slightly interesting atmosphere because, you know, around me, all the people, it's not the regulars, the very few regulars who, who come. So it's, it's a sort of different atmosphere of yes. know, people that don't usually come to games. You don't see your usual season ticket holders around you. So it's a slightly different atmosphere. But that said, you know, it's good to score with, with five minutes to go. Um, especially when I was just saying to to one of my fellow, one of the season ticket holders just behind me, and I said, I can't believe he didn't take uh, Jelovic off. Uh, he's an absolute <laughs> <laughs> nothing whatsoever. I said, I, you know, I can't believe he's taken, you know, uh, Noble off. And, um, you know, it, it it was, and then he goes to scores literally 30 seconds after I, I say, I'm remonstrating that, that uh, you know, Bilic has got it wrong, um, then he scores. Uh, but I'm still not convinced about Jelovic. And um, I, I was told today, and I'm sure we're going to run a story on this And by the time this is <laughs> broadcast, sure. if not, is Jelovic is on 55 grand a week. It, it can't That's be, surely not. It is uh, from a very, very good source of ours. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> in, in the game. Yeah. Uh, Fifty-five grand a week, and and that that shocked me. We're paying him a, a fortune, and I, I know again I hear a whisper he's been offered something, uh, you know, away. But you know, so you sometimes forget he's not a loan sign; he's a permanent signing. It seems he to be a quite big gamble on the part of Village to bring in one of his old mates, which for someone who I believe will be a bit of a bit time striker when <laughs> you know all of our strikers are fit. Well, I don't think you'll play at all next season. Um, I, I mean, if that's that surprised me if that's true about the wages, to be perfectly honest with you. But I, I think every manager has a blind spot. I, I, I really do. And, and that is possibly Billich is, is, is misplaced loyalty or whatever. I'm reluctant to criticise him too much because, my goodness, look at what he's done with Lanzini. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, so, so I think everybody's everybody's due a mistake. I, I think for Allardyce, for instance, it was it was Nolan. Not those first two years. I mean, I, I thought Nolan was the best finisher we'd had in the club in quite a while. But uh, and to be fair, I think Nolan probably would have gone down as a, as a bit of a hero for us. But um, a bit like Allardyce, he probably almost out, outstayed his welcome for a little bit too long. And I just think there was that that blind spot whereby you know Downing had got back into the England team by playing centrally at the tip of the diamond, and it's almost he just couldn't help himself. Downing went back wide where he's less effective and as I say I just think every so often a manager has a blind spot and I think we've just got to be grateful that Billich's blind spot actually is not going to be in the team too frequently really yeah yeah I, I agree uh, how about uh, before we move on to tomorrow's game against Bournemouth what, what's your views on whether the the debate whether to keep Andy Carroll or uh, Zarati. I mean, both have been linked with possible moves if bids come in. I understand if 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 they met a certain valuation, both would, we wouldn't stand in both their way. We're not actively trying to tout either of the two players out. But if big bids came in, 
uh, and they met a certain valuation, we wouldn't stand in the way of either of them. What's your view on those two players? I, I think it's a, it's a case of ego with both of them. And well, we've, we've, all got, we've all got egos enough to one extent or another. I think if Andy Carroll could get used to the fact that actually he is no longer a £35 million player, if he could appreciate that really he's, his best benefit, in my opinion, is coming on as a substitute who can wreak absolute havoc in the penalty area, um, then that, that would be something. I, I, I think Sacco is, is our main man there. I think when, when he's fit, Sacco plays there. Then, then I'd be absolutely. I'd, I'd love to keep him. I think his wages are prohibitive. I think anybody taking on Andy Carroll is going to, you know, have to take a big whack in wages. And so I'm not sure about the fee in terms of Zarati. He's given us a little bit of spark and a little bit of creativity when Pyatt and Lanzini are out. Last season, we were we were crying out for that creativity, particularly when Downing went wide. And it was um, I was disappointed to see him shipped out. He scored a lovely goal. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Against Palace. Just want to see him shipped out and Morrison at the same time. And I understand, you know, difficulties. I just thought a better man manager would have been able to to get a tune out of them. And they went and we were really lacking any, any sort of flair um, or skill in the team. And I was saying at the time, particularly on, on the forum, you know, this this guy can do something. He can win games. He can produce. So it's been a little bit awkward. But the thing is, we're not in that situation anymore. We're not crying out for creativity. Yeah. Now, now, now we have it. And even young Samuelson as well is doing so well, on, uh, you know, on loan. So I think, if, you know, what if somebody came in for five million, he was on a free. I'd, I'd imagine he goes. Well, you know what? He's only valued um, between two and three million. Uh, he, he, that's what I've been told. Um, but and transfer market agrees, believe it or not. I mean, I was told that you know his value is somewhere between two and three, and I was surprised at that. Mm. Uh, check out on transfer market. I think he's valued about two point two, two point three million. Same with Andy Carroll, by the way. You know, you think Andy Carroll, we wouldn't let him go for eighteen million. That's absolute poppycock. You know, the best yeah. we could hope for is probably ten million uh, with add-ons. Uh, but you know, it's likely that he could go as as, as short as eight million with significant add-ons. So you know, you you possibly wouldn't get as money much money as you believe. Anyway, let's let's move on to the, tomorrow's game against Bournemouth. Of course, you'll know that the last time we lost at the bowling ground back in August, and people forget mm. that we haven't lost August, was against Bournemouth, uh, a bizarre four-three match. Um, a lot's happened since then. Um, what, what do you reckon? You know, another away game in the, uh, on a cold seaside town um, against the Cherries. What, what's your view? How, how Billich will set up and, and predictions and score, please? I, I don't think Billich is taking it seriously. Whilst that wasn't a complete second string against Wolves, it, it, he clearly had one eye 
um, on Tuesday's match. So I, I think he's going to take it very, very seriously. I think you'll see as close to our our top team as, as you possibly will. I think Payet will start and we need him to start because he's done an excellent job, Eddie Howe, an excellent job. And we've managed to dodge playing against the phobia against Wolves. It looks like he'll, he'll play. I mean, they've been, they've been really unlucky with people going about yeah. us. And, and when, well, they've, they've been very, very unlucky with injury. They signed Mings um, for 8 million. For, funny, Mings, I think Mings was Cresswell's replacement at Ipswich. And then they've signed, signed him. So they're going through left backs at Ipswich. Um, I, I, I think it's going to prove a test, and, and I, I honestly believe that it'll be. I think we'll do well to get a draw there, and I think the draw will be a good result. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a win. Um, I mean, they are 16th place and four points away only from safety, and as you say, they've had a lot of. I think they got six main injuries, mm. um, but I, I'm hoping for a cheeky. Cheeky win. Uh, I don't think it'll be lots of goals. Maybe a one-nil, two-nil victory. I'm hoping maybe on a on a dark Tuesday, rainy, even snowy night. I don't think the snow's coming anymore. Maybe on Thursday. But it's, who right. knows? It's, it's, most, it's mostly rain. It's a shame we didn't get it in the middle of the summer as a lunchtime. Well, that would have been a, been a nice jolly up, wouldn't it? It's a nice weekend in Bournemouth on a, mm. on a you know. September afternoon, but it wasn't to be. That's where it's at. Anyway, absolutely. thanks for being our guest on More Than Just a Podcast. Good luck on the new partnership with Clarence Hugh, and we hope it goes to some strength stamp. You know, I hope it's a good partnership and it, it propels both parties on further. If people want to find you or the YouTube channel, where can they find you, Chris? Well, you, you can probably, the place to go is probably hammerschat.com. Uh, if you click forum on there, you'll go straight to the forum. And then obviously there's links just to the, you know, the Twitter, the YouTube channel and, and everything from there is probably easier than giving out all, all the individual links. But no, we're really looking forward to it. And, and thanks for having me on, Sean. All right. Cheers, Chris. Speak to you soon. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. There you go. There's an interview with Chris from Hammers Chat. Thank you, Chris. Next on the agenda is a Mark Noble testimonial. So Notes. the date is in for the 28th of March, and so far we have Ian Bishop, new, new joiner, yep. Anton Fernand, Danny Gabadon, Joe Cole, Jack Collison, Dean Ashton, Gary O'Neill, Jimmy Walker, Ravel Morrison, Carlton Cole, Rio Ferdinand, and Trevor Sinclair. And they've all announced they'll be taking part. Paolo De Canio is also thought to have been approached by Noble and has accepted whilst Carlos Tevez and Gianfranco Zola have been approached, but not confirmed their availability yet. Hmm, Zola, why? I don't know. Interesting. Well, he played for Zola as manager. Yeah, Zola is a Chelsea legend. Well, it's up to know who he, who he likes. And who he doesn't like. Why Ravel Morrison is, is a bigger question than why Zola. Because he scored that goal against Tottenham. Yeah, and? Even so, even so he's... I mean, uh, and all the, all the fans love him. To be fair, do you think? Do, yeah. Do you think oh, all the fans have got quite can a I be cult cynical following for a moment? Huh? Can I be cynical for the moment? Go for it, Sean. I think it's about putting bums on seats, and therefore you invite the people who are more likely to put bums on seats and sell out. You know, testimonials. Let's be honest. Tony Carr and everything else. They're never going to. Well, then it's, that's it's why. Di- it's difficult to sell thirty-five thousand. Tony Carr sold out, though, didn't it? No, it did not. No. We were queuing up to get in that night. I we? know, and we paid whatever it was on the door, but we it wasn't a sellout. In we fact, didn't it was pay on far the door. from us. No, we bought in advance. It was something like um, eighteen or twenty thousand for Tony Khan's testimonial. It was well, mm. well under. Mm. I don't know the. I'm sure someone can look that up. Anyway, I, we're all going to that, aren't we? I think twenty eighth so. of March. What yeah. date is that? What day is that? Anyone it's know? Monday. Is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's an Easter Monday. Oh, oh is yeah, it is. Is yeah. it a bank holiday? Yeah. So you're driving, Sean. It'd be no cheap. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I think they're also trying, I hear, like on the grapevine, they're trying to sell the broadcasting rights as well. Well, BT Sport probably snap it up. Do you think so? Yeah. Do they screen testimonials? It's not really the dumb thing, is it? I don't know. I think they, they do. Yeah. Or someone like Premier Sports might. Or just webcast it, maybe Betway or something. Yeah, it's a good shout. Yeah. I'll talk to you l- later about Betway and something to do with Hammers Chat a bit later off air. Exciting, isn't it? Transfer debate. Transfer debate. Zarate and Carroll valuation. Are they offshore? Well, 
Are I don't they think off? They don't want to be. They don't want to sell them. I think Billich is right saying Andy Carroll is not for sale. Maru Zarati is not for sale. All I know is no official approaches have come in for either of those two. No inquiries, no bids have come from any of those two players. But like Billich said, everybody has a price, and I think if though either of those players wanted to go, Andy Carroll's obvious destination would be Newcastle. And Zarati probably is putting his fingers in everywhere. But <laughs> I'm told, how much do you think Zarati's worth <laughs> first? I don't know. Don't how know. much do you think? Nine million, ten million? Zarati? Yeah. Really? Seven, eight. You're joking, aren't you? He came to us did on a three. Did you see his free but kick? He scored goals. Did you see his free kick though, Sean? Three Skilled million at the most. By the way, if you look at transfer market... Which is I wouldn't let him go for less than ten. As a good indication, he's worth two point two really? million. I'm told by sources close to the I club. Know. Why don't you just use a website? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that. But I'm told sources close to the club say he's worth between two and three million pounds on the market. Why would they want to sell him? Hmm? Why would they want to sell him? Only if he wanted to go and, and his wages and everything else. He's on over forty grand a week. If he doesn't want to stay and he feels he's too down the pecking order, then they let him go. Same with Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll, how much do you think Andy Carroll's worth? 15 million. <laughs> Behave. Do you really think that? Well, how old is he now? How old is do he? Do you know how much transfer market has Andy Carroll down? It's <laughs> <laughs> a website. 7 million pounds. Why are you so dependent on transfer I'm, market? I'm just saying transfer market, but also, I then I'm told by a source of close to the club, he's worth somewhere between 8 and 12 million at the best. Eight million with loads of add-ons. Ten million with some add-ons. How old is he now? Twelve million. He's still twenty. How old is he? Eight. How much is he? He's not twenty-eight. He's not twenty-six. Twenty-six is he? Something like that. Something like that. How, yeah. m- how much does he get paid a week? Eighty-five grand. How many years bonus. has he got left on his contract? Uh, three. He got a five-year contract. Well, that already puts his price up. Do you not think? You no. just think about buying out the no, contract. Because if you were to give up your phone contract earlier, they'd estimate how much it's uh, worth and how long you've got left. But he's 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 got a lot Plus of problems the fact he's with English. injuries, right? He's got other problems which we can't mention on the podcast allegedly. Um, I just think he's a gamble to anywhere he would go, and that's why his only destination would be Newcastle. But as we can see, he's in form. He's done a lot for us. He he got the assist. In the last game, two games before that, he's obviously scored two goals. Isn't he sort of married now, got kids and quite settled in London as yeah, well? Yeah, he, Do you is, not he think is. But, but he can take his family back to Newcastle if he wanted to. She's an Essex girl. She won't go up there. I agree. I agree. Uh, talking of playing assists to someone, Jelovic could be off. Well, that's what some people are saying, that Jelovic could be off. We asked at Claren Hugh this morning... Um, <laughs> No, I can't really say. Um, There's been no approaches and there has been no official inquiries or bids for Jelovic. There has been a story that he could go elsewhere in Europe. Um, The shocking thing I was told this morning, and I mentioned it on the Gonzo interview, he's on 55 grand a week. Did you know that? Didn't know that. 55 grand a week. It's a lot of dough. Um... And, yeah, he scored a goal and an important goal. But it means nothing if we get knocked out against Liverpool. And, you know, he needs to show more. It does. It does. He got us through to the next round. Yeah, well, yeah. so what? Prize money. You've got to keep going, otherwise you can't get to the final. I know. He's given us a chance to get through. But do you see him anything <laughs> it means more? nothing, that goal. When Sacco is, when Sacco is fit, yep. Valencia is fit, who is apparently coming back now. Sacco's going to be back in early Feb. Valencia's fit, Andy Carroll's fit. Where does he fit in? Where does he get He's another game? He's a backup game? striker, and that's why he was bought for. Fifty-five grand a week. That's what he week. was bought for. Fifty-five grand well, a week. Hold on, they only signed him in the summer, so this, they decided to give him fifty-five grand a week. I think. I think. But also, Billich. I mean, it's the only how much Chelsea? Make. How much do Man United and Arsenal and Liverpool and Chelsea pay their subs? All right. All I can tell you now is, and this is wrong, and maybe we shouldn't even be saying it. But it's wrong that Jelovic is on more than Diafra Sacco, in my view. And he is. So how can Diafra Sacco be on less? That's a good agent. 
I think it's a good agent who's got him some Bilic good moves let in the his past. Heart rule his price head, up. in my view. You know, his old friend Jelovic. He's so glad his old friend Jelovic scored. Did he say that? Something along those lines. Are you making that up? Oh, no, yeah, I think you are. You sort of stumbled when you say. Yeah. Uh, Simone Zaza. He was rumoured in the summer, wasn't he? Yeah. Is it still being rumoured? Is it? Possible if one of the two ones we just mentioned go out. So if Zarate or Carroll went off or Jelovic went, Zaza could Zaza. be in on a loan. But do you? Do but you it won't be if if not. Do you genuinely expect us to buy anyone in this window? Not unless anyone goes. Are you expecting anyone to actually go in this window? Only if an evaluation comes <laughs> in that would mean... So, realistically, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. No. Uh, so Char Charlie Austin not coming in and Song might be permanent. Might not be permanent. Sorry, I should have put that. Might not Charlie be Austin. Permanent. So, I don't know if you saw, but in the premier, in the press um, conference today with Village, he was asked about Charlie Austin for the first time. He said, yeah, 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 we were looking at Charlie Austin in the summer for the first time. Confirmed it. But we don't want that kind of player now. That's been and gone. And Song's not impressing, so may not. So not be I don't see at the moment the way they're looking is they're looking for a replacement for Song because they, they, their view is unless he ups his game, they won't turn this loan into a permanent deal at the summer and therefore they will get a replacement in for Song. They can't be paying the kind of wages they're paying Song and. And have him perform like that. I mean, again, going back to the game, I didn't mention Song, but he was pretty ineffective was on, he? on uh, Saturday. Yeah, what's he on then? He's—I I forget how much he's on, but he's on—he's on something approaching seventy grand a week. Nice work if you can get it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And no to Sam Byron. Yeah. So do you mean Sam Byron, who plays for Leeds? Leeds, I do. Yeah. yeah. So if I written it, I was. Don't right know, yeah, I don't know, know who Sam Byron is. <laughs> Byron. Um, apparently, as you know, Leeds want somewhere approaching five million for him. Although ten million has been mentioned, he's going to be free in the summer. So, according to the source close to the club, no one in their right mind is going to pay five Leeds five million for him now. They've said Leeds chairman has said, "Come and get him." You know, you can have him. He's for sale. But he's going to be free in the summer. And all you have to do is pay a tribunal. He's under 24. You pay a tribunal price like we did with um, Diego Poye, who, by the way, that's one story. He will be allowed to uh, transfer back to uh, Charlton if he wants in the summer at the end of the loan if they want him. So they've got an option to buy. Mm. As have, and I think we mentioned last time, um, the Dundee, going to Dundee. If Stephen Hendry. Stephen Hendry. Cool. What's all, this, not, what's all this nonsense about Arteta? Yeah, that's the last thing, and I didn't put it on here, but it is nonsense. Come on, a 33-year-old. Why would we need a midfielder? This was a story written in some obscure Spanish <coughs> website, repeated by the Daily Star, repeated by the Daily uh, Express. What... If you're going to make something up, guys, why not be a bit more imaginative? Why would we want a 33-year-old ex-Arsenal well, captain? Or I is he the captain at the moment? I yeah, I think he is there. He is a captain. captain. Why, would we, why would we want that? It I goes against every policy we've ever talked about. I saw something about Arsenal player on West Ham and whatever, and I looked at it and I was expecting to see that Jenkinson was going back to Arsenal. That's what I expected to see. This yeah. picture Liverpool just tweeted. Liverpool. Last time we faced West Ham in the FA Cup, and it's a picture of Gerard Lift in the FA Cup. Is that Cup. Liverpool FC? Rubbing it in a little I bit. I mean, <coughs> I just don't see it. I, d I think we've done our things of buying has-beens. Um, and yet, you could might say, you know, he'd be lined up as a replacement for Alex Song. And they are looking at the moment for some transfers. I just don't see Arteta. Good. I think it's paper talk. Yeah, Good. I don't want Arteta anymore. It's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get involved with us, the podcast. Uh, I put on facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast earlier. 
podcasting tonight around 7.30, at which point we should know, hopefully, who we will face in the round four of the FA Cup. Who does everyone want? What are your thoughts on Saturday's win over Wolves and Nikita's belter for the win? Talking of belters, check out this bad boy from Carlton at the weekend for Celtic. Have you seen this? No. Yeah. Hang on. Did you see George um, Moncur as well? Just play it for you, John. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, screamer. <laughs> Bosh. Towering header, yeah? Yeah. Bang. Hands on a defender, but we'll let that go. Uh, so, who replied? Tim Sharman says he wants a home draw. Colchester would be nice. Well, I would like. <laughs> could get further away from what you wanted, really, Tim. Sorry about that. Colchester, you know, managed now by Kevin Keane, who is almost at the bottom of League One, and they've got George Moncur playing for them, who scored a goal in the FA Cup and got an assist at the weekend. Welcome to the Colchester podcast. <laughs> Gary Prince says, Carlisle away, please. Thought Slavin got his spot on on Saturday. Few got a rest, but team still good enough to get through. Eight unbeaten. No one can complain. No complaints. No complaints from us. Well, you weren't there. Douglas Woodhurst <laughs> says, <laughs> Liverpool away. That is the chance to beat them just three times in a season. Revenge for 2006. Come on, you irons. Yeah. Did, he, did he put that on there before? He put the that draw? on after the draw. All oh, right. And Tim Sharman's come back after the draw and said, not the best draw, but winnable. Yeah, Definitely absolutely. winnable. Uh, we got one on Twitter as well. I just need to load it up. So talk about yourself. Um, John. Yeah, sure. Are you looking for... Oh, a little bit of information, public information. Um, tomorrow at Bournemouth, Dean Court, right? They forgot to renew their drinks license. So they've got, they said, they make an announcement on the official Bournemouth website saying that they cannot serve alcohol because of a licensing matter. They're working hard with the council and the local police to have it rectified as soon as possible and hope to be serving drinks again at the Norwich game. Hilarious. Oh, I, I wish I was going. The post. And do you know what their champagne bar is called? Uh... <laughs> Bubbles Bar. It is called Bubbles, yeah. Champagne Port mm. called Bubbles, mm. absolutely. Thanks for that. Dean Cool, only <laughs> 1,300 people um, uh, allocation, what, the smallest in the Premier League. So only 1,300 people can go tomorrow to watch yeah, West Ham on a, a cold Tuesday It's a shame it was on a Tuesday night because we would have gone to that. Well, we probably would have the priority points. Probably would have been uh, quite We'd have snuck in there. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lewis John Aaron Trout replied on Twitter saying, Scrappy win, I bet we get Oxford. What do you think of Lauro's penis slip-up? <laughs> we have discussed that. Off to Newcastle, it says they hopefully number three points. I don't think we discussed it on air, did we? Did we not? No. no. Why Why do people really care about him? Because about he always Loro, picks on us. Dick. But does he really? Yeah, does he, he does. He does. He's predicted 14 losses this. Yeah, but is it not just... <laughs> 14. <laughs> it's, it's become so as a little bit. Do you know he's what? So it's rubbish. Like it's Adrian so Durham, right? He's doing it for effect now. Even David Gold and the official Twitter went, Oh, Loro's predicted another <laughs> yeah, loss no, again. I saw that. And then David Gold went, I'm not a fan of Mark Lorison. You know, it's a bit of the Adrian Durham effect. I think he's loving the hate. But you just have to listen to anything in like the main media, the BBC or whatever. They're they clubs like West Ham just barely sort of register on their radar. It's all about oh, it's at the moment. It's all it's about is Man United. So you know the fact that they don't really take much interest in West Ham. Like tonight in the draw, they had a list of numbers to look out for. We were number like three. West, West Brom and all these numbers. Look, West Ham weren't on that page. Number we were low number number three. How come uh, we were number three? It's just you know you just sort of think well, but no, that's just the way it is, isn't it? All they care about is... I hope we beat Liverpool. That'd be brilliant. I hope we I lose. I want a cup run. Yeah, I want yeah. a cup run. It's tough, uh, though. That's it for Facebook to Question Time. Yeah. All that is left for this week's podcast is predictions for Bournemouth and Newcastle. Sean, you haven't put Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Newcastle, because we won't... Um, we won't be back till Monday. No. Uh, Bournemouth The away. magpies and the cherries. Bournemouth... <laughs> <laughs> 
God help us. Do you have to Google those? No, of course. The one, I, I, bet you, uh, I bet you had to Google Bournemouth because you've probably never written about Bournemouth yeah, I before. I have written about Bournemouth at the beginning of the season when we lost 4-3. Before you've done that. By the way, that. a little bit of interesting information. Oh, before that, you're right. Um, we haven't lost at home since August when we lost 4-3 to the Cherries. We lost the that Cherries. <laughs> we lost that Cherry in So we're playing the Cherries away tomorrow. We are. In a in Dean Court, by the way, that's dry the name Dean of the Court. Yeah, small Dean Court. Dry as well. Why is it dry? Because there's no alcohol. Oh, it's dry. Yeah. Uh, Who told you that? What do we reckon? Um, they're quite good defensively. I reckon we'll win three-one. Dimitri Payet are going to get two. You said that. You said you reckoned a right rip-roaring against Wolves. You were wrong. Two-one West Ham. I'm going to be a bit boring and go for the old-fashioned 1-0. I'm assuming there'll be a stream. Uh, there will be a stream. Nice. Newcastle um, away. Newcastle away. Ooh. St. James Park, or is it now called? Sports Direct Arena. Sports Direct Arena. Which one is it? No, it went back to St. Went back James. To St. James's, didn't 2 nil West Ham. Yeah. I'm Where are they at the moment? 3-1 again. Dimitri Pyatt to get two. I keep predicting that it's going to come true one day. Oh, Pyatt's got well, a lot of goals <laughs> to get. In that case, I'll go one nil as well. To uh, uh, no, I'll go two nil. Newcastle, two nil. what four fifth from bottom? They're out of, they're not in the bottom three, are they? No. But Steve McLaren is their manager, so it's only a matter of time. If Andy Carroll scores at Newcastle, will he celebrate? Yeah. Yeah. I'll no, he won't. So. I reckon he will. Why did you say that? Just think he will. He's a Newcastle fan, by the way. Yeah, but he just loves to slide on his knees, doesn't he? <coughs> yeah. That's it. Is that more, is that ever more than just a podcast? That is it. That was more than just a podcast, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Just more. I've been George. Sean has been. Sean. John has been. Just about here. Thank you for listening. Come on, you iron. Come on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 